The Leslie Marshall Show, a true democracy in talk radio. Of, for, and by you, the people. Welcome to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Grimaldi uh, in for Leslie Marshall today and every Tuesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 3 p.m. Central, and I believe that would be noon to 1 p.m. Pacific for all of you who are joining us uh, today. We're very glad to have you. Uh, I, as, uh, as as you know, I are Leslie's, uh, am Leslie's executive producer, and uh, I will be joined today by two different guests. Our first guest is Anne-Marie Cunningham. She's an active member of the Jane Addams Senior Caucus uh, for the past six years. She's from Chicago and is a former school teacher. She uh, receives Social Security and home care services, and the reason that we bring that up is many of you uh, saw online and uh, in some news organizations and publications uh, the Moral Monday Illinois protests yesterday uh, that happened outside, or actually in the lobby of the Citadel building uh, in Illinois in response to the governor's um, budget threats and cuts. Uh, and there were 19 people, to my knowledge, I think that's the updated number, who were arrested uh, protesting the governor's budget. And they did it uh, in a very interesting place that I'm going to talk with Anne-Marie about, among other issues. But before we do that, I want to welcome you to the show, Anne-Marie. Thank you for joining us today. It's good to be here. So, um Tell us, uh, before we get into the protests yesterday, just for those who uh, need to know more information or are hearing about this for the first time, tell us what's happened in the state of Illinois that has led to the state's budget impasse and uh, the protests yesterday, Anne-Marie. Well, basically, we have a new governor. His name is Bruce Rahner. And uh, when he was running, he was talking about making Illinois great and really bringing about great changes. So when he came in, he has what is called a turnaround budget. And basically, the turnaround budget has uh, been really put in place to cut unions, to work against uh uh, people who work, really, he wants to cut the unemployment. He also wants to cut uh, workmen's compensation. And so what has happened is we really are going on almost our second year without a budget because uh, he and the elected officials in both the House and the Senate have not passed the budget since a year ago, July. So um, basically right now people are really hurting because of the cuts that have happened in Illinois over not having a budget. At this point, the people being paid are those who, like first the employees, but anybody who has a contract that if they're not paid, then they can take it to court and the court can make the state of Illinois pay them. Now, poor people don't have lawyers to go to court on their behalf, and even agencies who, and I don't want to say poor people here, because it's, you know, a lot of people work two and three jobs 
and they still can't make it because of the way the economy is. And so all of the economic turmoil that has gone on because of not having a budget and all of the pain that it has caused was we had Moral Mondays last summer, and we started them up again this year uh, with the one we had yesterday. Now, to try to make people aware of what is happening without a budget and the people who are suffering. So some of the cuts I was reading about are happening to basic public services um, like health care uh, and other different services. What are some examples in the, in the community there that, that have uh, been affected by this? Well, in different parts of our state, have been affected differently. Uh, downstate, people have lost transportation. In DuPage County, as I understand it, people have lost Meals on Wheels, and they've cut the Diners Club for the seniors. Here in Chicago, I know of people who have had their home health care, like a nurse that comes to help them, or Meals on Wheels, or uh, a housekeeper. Now, all of these things keep people out of a nursing home. It's actually a cheaper way for the state, because these no, if these people were who are getting, if the people who are getting the help that comes from human services were institutionalized, it would cost the state a lot more money. So they're actually costing themselves more money by inflicting pain on the most vulnerable in the community. That is correct. Wow, that is that is just stunning. I mean, if you really just take a step back and think about it, it goes against what the the governor says he's trying to do with the budget. And in the meantime, he's just enacting human suffering on the the most vulnerable people in the community. It's just it it's very it, it kind of it makes you pretty angry, doesn't it? Anger it, it goes beyond anger. It really does. It goes to the point where you almost feel rage when you think that people with HIV and AIDS can't get the medicine they need to stay alive. If some of them die, I hope he's indicted on secondary manslaughter. Or you have the people who have mental health problems not being able to see a psychiatrist. In Illinois, the best place to get your medication if you're on mental health is in the Cook County Jail. That is a disgrace. Wow. I mean, you know, so there are a lot of people who are really suffering. I mean, families are suffering. Uh, People working more than one or two jobs who get paid the minimum wage, who are maybe on food stamps, but because, or SNAP, I guess is what the program's called now, but basically... They still don't have enough food, and the food pantries cannot keep supplying because most of the food pantries are getting more and more people who are coming in need of help, more than we've ever had before. So to to raise awareness to this yesterday, obviously a very um, valid issue that needs more attention. At least 19 demonstrators um, from from the Jane Addams Senior Caucus were arrested yesterday for shutting down the lobby of Citadel LLC, which is a uh, hedge fund management company run by the richest man in Illinois and the top donor to Governor Bruce uh, Rauner. Uh, the, the the man's name is Ken Griffin. Griffin, right? Uh, tell us why. Tell Mark, us more before on, we yeah. go on, can I correct something? Yes, absolutely. Jane, uh, Jane Adams belongs to uh, a group called Fair Economy Illinois. We're Fair one Economy of Illinois. The group. Okay. And uh, Jane Adams Senior Caucus, One North Side, uh, Iron, which is Illinois, Indiana, a regional. Um, 
organization uh, network. They we're all in downstate. All well, they're all over the state. I shouldn't say that Illinois People's Action. Basically, we formed this coalition, and it was more than Jane Adams at this demonstration. Tell me the name of it again. It's called Fair Economy Illinois. Fair Economy Illinois. Okay, great. They have a website and information if people are interested. Yeah, we'll tell people to Google it. Okay, great. That's good to know. So um, we'll make sure to to have that corrected. Now tell us more uh, about why Citadel and Griffin were part of the focus yesterday. Well, I think one of the things is that we're trying to pass what is called a planet and people or a people and planet first budget. And part of that budget would be a fair tax program. And Ken Griffin, and there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. What's wrong is when those who are wealthy do not pay their fair share of the taxes. And that's what's happening in Illinois. Uh, we have a flat tax. And so whether you're a multi-million, well, actually he's a billionaire like Ken Griffin, or if you're just a hard-working person in, uh, say, working at McDonald's or any other fast food place, uh, basically they pay much more in taxes all the way along, not just state taxes, but I mean, not just uh, income tax, but on everything that they purchase. And so what we're trying to say is we need to have a tax that's fair for everyone, not just the friends of the governor who gets this money from Ken Griffin to try and have his turnaround budget. And I did find that website if people are interested. It's fareconomyillinois.org. We're going to take our first uh, commercial break here, and we're going to be back with uh, Anne Marie. If you'd like to join her or myself, Mark Romali, uh, you're welcome to do so. We are talking about the budget crisis in Illinois caused by the Republican governor there. Um, Anne Marie has given us some really heartbreaking examples of the public services that are being cut throughout the state, all because the governor refuses uh, to stop these cuts by passing a, a fair budget. Uh, so if you'd like to join in, the number to do so is 8886-LESLIE. That's 888-653-7543. We're going to talk more about the People and Planet First uh, budget um, after we get back from this break. So, again, if you'd like to join us, 8886-LESLIE. This is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show, 8886-LESLIE. Welcome back to the Leslie Marshall Show. This is Mark Romaldi in for Leslie Marshall, our final segment here uh, with our guest, Anne-Marie Cunningham. And uh, she is uh, part of the organization Fair Economy Illinois, uh, as well as the Jane Addams Senior Caucus, which is part of that organization. If you want to check it out, it's fareconomyillinois.org. Before the break, Anne-Marie, we were starting to get into the People and Planet First budget, which would be uh, an alternative, uh, a very good alternative from what I've seen uh, compared to the chaos that's ensuing uh, in Illinois. Can you tell us a little bit more about the uh, People and Planet First budget? Well, yes, I can. First of all, what we want is to have uh, not talk about the cuts, even though you and I did that, because they are painful. But the fact is there is revenue in Illinois. First, we could close the corporate tax loopholes, and that would bring in $2.5 billion dollars. If we enacted the progressive income tax, which got killed Tuesday 
because it never got called for a vote. So on that, I guess you could say it's not the governor. It would be the elected officials, especially in the House from both parties, that it they couldn't get enough people to say we needed a progressive amendment on the November ballot so that people could vote for a fair tax. And then we have what we call the LaSalle Street tax, and that would bring in $12 billion. Now, Mark, when you and I go shopping, we pay taxes in the state of Illinois or whatever state you're in. Uh, some states don't have a personal tax, I mean, uh, a tax, but most states do. And um, this, you know, you buy the necessities of life and you pay a tax on it. However, there are thousands of transactions every day here in Chicago at both the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and at the um, Board of Trade. And those exchanges are made back and forth without any having to pay any taxes on them. So we say if there was a minimum tax having to be paid on the LaSalle Street tax, we could bring in $12 billion. So A what, lot of schools could be taken care of for that. Absolutely. What kind of transactions are going on at those two places you mentioned? They're basically stock trades, they're commercial trades, they're commodity trades. I mean, those are the kinds. Of, they're talking about doing that at the federal level also. And at that level, it's called the... Uh, a transactional tax. We call it the LaSalle Street tax for the simple reason that all that business takes place on LaSalle Street, which is our Wall Street, or our business section. They sure have enough money to do so. I mean, if you look at the record profits that are happening, if you, like you said, it's there's nothing wrong with being rich, but if, you know, the rest of us are made to pay our fair share in taxes, uh, then, you know, if just asking the same equal treatment uh, on those businesses, especially, you know, if the people are doing better in the state, it, it creates a better economy for everyone, and the people at the top still do very well. Um, another thing that was brought up was yesterday's um, protests were part of Moral Monday Illinois, and I think you've already highlighted some issues to me, which this sounds like a moral issue, but I wanted you to talk about why this is a moral issue for you, Anne-Marie. Well, personally, for me, it's a moral issue because ethically or morally, we are our brother's keepers, our sister's keepers. Uh, in other words, we, the people, look out for each other. And when you don't have a, a plan or taxes that are evenly distributed so that, you know, people are not, who work, are not hungry, do not have to live homelessly in a car, when sick people don't have to cut their medicine in half, when people who are homeless uh, can't find shelter. Uh, let me give you a, a really what I think is a, a terrible moral impasse right here in the city of Chicago, and, and that would go with, you know, closing these loopholes. Uh, you have people making uh, $10, and I think it's up to 11 now in the city of Chicago, but as of July 1st, but that's a minimum wage, which is higher than the national one of 725 However, a studio, ordinary studio in Chicago, costs about eleven to twelve hundred dollars. When you start talking about having uh, one and two bedrooms, if you need this for families, you're talking about thirteen to two thousand dollars. I mean, people have to work many jobs to just put a roof over their head. Even if they're getting help, this help is not helping them 
sustain what I call human life. And so basically when we talk about human rights, the human rights should be health care, housing, food. That's why that's a moral situation. I, I think you make a very good argument for that. And, and the last point I wanted to bring up, a disturbing trend that I'm seeing is, you know, we've seen the failings of Republican governors in Michigan with the Flint water crisis that Rick Snyder created, Wisconsin with the myriad of problems for working people that Scott Walker has created, as well as the budget failings and cuts to public services we've seen in Kansas, Florida, and now Illinois, all under Republican governors. I mean, this can't be considered a coincidence. It it seems like it's happening in a lot of different states across the country now. Uh, You want me to respond? (laughs) Yeah, just your thoughts on that. I mean, it seems like a disturbing trend. It is a trend, but I also think something can be done about it. People have a choice, and they have a choice in terms of who they elect. I know they talk about term limits here, but natural term limits is the voting, going out and vote. And a lot of times people don't vote their own self-interest. But to respond to what you just said, there, there is what I call the tale of two states. One is Minnesota with Mark Dayton. And basically the people there really went to bat, and they made a lot of – he came in with a deficit. He came in with problems that any one of those governors you're talking about, maybe not the water, but infrastructure and waterways and all the things that every governor has to be worried about. And he was able, after one year, to change it so that they're out of deficit they raise the minimum wage, they raise jobs, and they help their schools. You go to that neighboring state of Wisconsin, and you have more deficit. Uh, they're wrecking a wonderful university system. You have a lot of problems in Wisconsin that are similar to what we have in Illinois. And so basically it's up to the people of Illinois. We can try and make our elected officials be more like the elected officials in Minnesota, or we can go the way of Wisconsin. We're always told about how people will leave Illinois if we raise taxes. That is not true. No, especially looking at the situation now of of what what people are dealing with. Anne-Marie, we are unfortunately out of time, but I want to thank you. You did an excellent job today. Uh, If people want to find out more information, please go to faireconomyillinois.org. You can also check out seniorcaucus.org. That was Anne-Marie Cunningham, an active member of the Jane Addams Senior Caucus for the past six years. We've got all the news right here. I'm going to stop you right there. I see you about to settle on a day-old donut for breakfast. Well, this is a chicken intervention. Because McChicken Biscuits and Chicken McGriddles are now at McDonald's. So just hit that drive through and change your life. For breakfast, you got this. Wake up breakfast. Say good morning to McChicken for breakfast. Right now at your local McDonald's, you can mix and match two Chicken McGriddles or McChicken Biscuits for just $3. Price and participation may vary at participating McDonald's for a limited time.